0: anything but in everything but prayer and petition With thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God And the peace of God which passes all understanding Shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 and 7 Thanks for joining us today This is the Hour of Intercession I'm Pastor Joseph Parker We invite you to look with us in the book of Ephesians Ephesians chapter 4 beginning at verse 1 I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this, he ascended, what does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head. Christ, from whom the whole body joined joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causing growth to the body for the edifying of itself in love. Verses 1 through 16, Ephesians chapter 4. Then looking briefly in the book of Psalms, Psalm 1, beginning at verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree. "...planted by the rivers of water, which brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chafe which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish." Father, we thank you once again for the opportunity, the privilege, the blessing that we have of knowing you, and being a part of your family. What a blessing and a privilege it is for us to be able to call you Father, our Heavenly Father, our God, our King of kings, our Lord of lords. And thank you for the privilege of being a part of your family, the family of God. Thank you for the opportunity to walk in step with your Holy Spirit every day. Thank you for the privilege of being able to hear from you, to hear from heaven every day as we simply open your word. And as you, Lord Jesus, speak to us words of wisdom, power, grace, and life father with every passing day more and more open our eyes and our understanding to the wonderful and the powerful gift your word is to us anytime we desire to hear from you we can open your word as well as your spirit speaks to us throughout the day as well thank you for that opportunity help us to grow in understanding of your desire that we mature to where we're simply available vessels through which you can accomplish your will anytime any place and in all circumstances what a blessing and a joy it is to be vessels in your hands. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in prayer at this time. Father, we come to praise you, to lift high your name today. We Thank you, Father, for the great mercy that you've shown us through your precious Son, your only Son, your, your sinless Son, Jesus, coming down from the glory and wonder and majesty of heaven. Uh, on a mission, to be nailed to a cross, to die for people like us. Thank you, Father. We we praise you, and we want to live out lives that honor you. We want to grow in our Christian walk, and we need you to help us to do that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family here on the Hour of Intercession we're honored to have, once again, you know, we have from time to time, we have Jade Holofield to come in as our co-host. Always a joy and a privilege to have her. Whole gang, hey. excited to have Jade once again today. Jade, how are you today?
1: I am blessed. I really am. How are you?
0: Doing very well. Thank you very for having well.
1: me. It's always a joy. It really is.
0: It's a privilege to always have you. and. you. Uh, my guess is you're probably still trying to catch up on your rest after the marriage and family Ooh, life conference, yes, which the Lord blessed so tremendously.
1: <laughs> God was faithful; He always is, which we knew He would be. But it was we've been hearing so many great testimonies of people, marriages, and just families being stirred up, which is mm. which is our desire and our goal. And so, praise God. But yeah, I'm taking a vacation next week. I'm really right. looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> All right. Father, we thank you once Mm -hmm. again. Thank you for how that you blessed the Marriage, Family, Life Conference so as you did. You anointed it. Your spirit Mm -hmm. permeated it. You did mighty things in the heart of every single attendee, every person that that was present. We thank you and praise you for the work that you you, did. Thank you for the seeds that were planted that will come to fruition just millionfold in so many ways. Mm -hmm. And we just thank you and praise you. And, Lord, you did it. You mm-hmm. did it by your spirit and we your did. grace. We thank you for how that you've done so much and continue yes, to Lord. do much through the seeds planted. We thank you and praise you. Thank you for Jade. Thank you for Will and Mickey and yes, all Lord. the leadership of the American Family Association yes, that were vitally involved in the planning, the preparation, mm-hmm. and the carrying out of the conference. And we thank you for how that you blessed thank it, you Lord. So much, Lord. And I pray that as others get copies of the the videos that they'll be tremendously blessed and encouraged and ministered to by the anointing upon these mm-hmm. wonderful tools. We thank you. We praise you and thank you for the privilege of having Jade with us today. Mm-hmm. And we're believing you, Lord, to speak mightily to your people yes, through the ma'am. broadcast today. In Jesus' name In we Jesus do pray. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Well, Jade, I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you if you'll uh, just say a special prayer for our listeners to really... Be wide open to all the Lord wants to say to them today.
1: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Father, thank you so much just for giving us the... um the privilege to come to your throne of grace. <laughs> Thank you that we have access to you and it's because of Jesus. Help us to not take that lightly. You are a holy righteous God and we have access to you and it's because of the blood shed by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Father, I just ask that you will be glorified, that we will make much of you and your word. Father, help us to realize even more that we literally can do nothing without you. We cannot wake up. We cannot brush our teeth. We can't tie our shoes just the th- the little things that we take for granted Thank we God. cannot do anything without you your word says in corinthians that we cannot eat or drink Without you, God. So, Father, I just ask that you that we would that you would use us for your glory, uh, to 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 stir the hearts of those that's listening, whether they are brothers and sisters or maybe individuals who have yet to come to Christ. Okay. I ask that this broadcast, Lord, for those who have haven't came to you yet, that it would give them a desire to repent of their sins and to turn from their their wicked ways and to come to Christ and to live for Him. Father, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen, amen. Thank you, Jade. And as we uh, move forward now, I want to take. I read a portion of Ephesians chapter four. I'm going to take time to read that entire chapter. One thing I want to say about the book of Ephesians: it's a powerful book that speaks powerfully to the church as a whole, Mm -hmm. and about the importance of the church, both uh, living for the Lord and maturing and being the the body of Christ. God has called us to be. In chapter four, uniquely. Speak to some important truths about spiritual gifts in particular. Yeah. So, reading chapter 4 of Ephesians, beginning at verse 1. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There's one body and one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this he ascended. What does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is also the one who also ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and cared about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by whatever joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to, the deceit, according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil, but let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Verses 1 through 31, all of Ephesians chapter 4. And you know, Jade, today we're looking specifically at the topic Every believer is called to Full-Time Ministry. Mm-hmm. And in relation to this chapter... You know, the, all of the book of Ephesians is such a powerful chapter, but uh, a powerful book. But chapter 4 in particular is a great chapter to read and study in that, like, amongst other things, it helps us better understand. Every believer is called of God to be a part of the body of Christ. Right. Every believer's place is very important. And every anointing is important because everybody is a gift to each other. Mm-hmm. Everyone's called to do the work of the ministry. And our maturity as a body is... Is directly connected to how much we mature individually as well. Come on,
1: Pastor Parker, that part that you said also about we are to work together. Mm-hmm. This is not a one showman. Like this is this is a group. This is this is the body of Christ. The only person that is going to be glorified is Christ. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes we do have to watch. Um, I like where it says uh, verse three: being diligent to keep the unity of the spirit. And the mm-hmm. bond of peace, keeping peace, uh, be, keeping a bond, that means there's going to at time be friction. Mm-hmm. You've got to have, I call them come to Jesus meetings. Um, as members of the body, we have to have those hearts because the enemy want, doesn't want us to be unified. He doesn't want the work of the Lord to be glorified or to, to, be, to succeed. You know, putting on a conference like Marriage Family Life, we deal with a lot of people. We have team leaders. um, We got the directors and the coordinator. We got all these different, these individuals. And there's the rude music. We'll be right back. (laughs)
0: That's right. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our co-host today is Jade Holifield. And we're looking at the topic, Every Believer is Called to Full-Time Ministry. We'll be right back.
2: Sometimes the night was beautiful, sometimes the sky was so far away, sometimes it seemed to stood so close.
0: Music of Rich Mullins with Sometimes by Step. A powerful song written many years ago, but a reminder of the fact that we follow God one day at a time, one step at a time. Amen.
1: Amen. We do. Our
0: co-host today is Jade Holifield, and we're looking today at the topic, Every Believer is Called to Full-Time Ministry. If you'll pick up the
1: point that you yeah, left off for Yeah, you? before your producer rudely interrupted me, i was <laughs> just like, no, no. Um, what I was saying was, one thing about when it comes to Doing ministry, and because we all as believers are called to ministry, like you said, um, I love the verse in, in Ephesians chapter four, verse three, being diligent to keep the unity mm-hmm. of the spirit and the bond of peace. So, in order to keep peace, there's there naturally to me that that lets us know there's going to be friction occasionally, and mm-hmm. you got to work at that. So we we you know we put on a huge conference once a year now called Marriage Family Life, American Family Association's Marriage Family Life, and there's a number of people that it takes to, um, to to complete such a conference. And we had to have some kind of Jesus meetings periodically. That's what I call them. Where mm-hmm. there was, because, I mean, we have different personalities, different gifts, mm-hmm. different strengths and weaknesses. And I love, we have such an amazing leader, mm-hmm. Will Addison. He and Mickey are the co-directors. Will, that, that brother is adamant about working the Bible. You hear me? And mm-hmm. it's rubbed off on me like, okay, anytime that I notice that there was some you know, when you can sense there's some friction, you mm-hmm. know, like the scripture tells us if someone's offending you for you to go to them. So um, just that's something to keep in mind that because I, I think that there are some people I'm married to an introvert. So I'm aware of this. <laughs> <laughs> there are some people that are like, I don't want I know God has called me to do X, Y, Z, but I don't want to have to deal with people. I don't want to have to deal with confrontation. That's inevitable. If you don't want to deal with confrontation, what you're saying is I'm ready to die. It's well, inevitable.
0: And, you know, Jade, something that you're touching on is so important and it relates powerfully to uh, some of the many issues that are addressed in Ephesians chapter 4. Yeah, A part of maturing is growing up in the Lord to where we are mature, to where we're committed to God and his word. And we don't let our feelings get in the way of following God. We don't let ourselves get offended because sometimes uh, in, in the body of Christ, sometimes a person, their feelings get hurt and they may decide... Well, I'm leaving my church, Mm. or I'm leaving this, or I'm leaving that. Well, the fact is you don't make decisions like that based on your feelings.
1: Man, I'm telling you.
0: You make decisions based on what the Word of God and the Spirit of God tells you. That's maturity. Mm -hmm. Yet, sadly, there are many people that the Lord loves them, but they're immature, and they let little things get them off track from what God has clearly called them to do. And maturity helps us to stay on track and to say, Oh, I forgive him or her for what they said or what they did. Uh, I'm just going to pray for them. I know they shouldn't have said that, but I'll forgive them. I'm going to yeah. keep going. That's maturity.
1: Come on, but Pastor But
0: immaturity gets in the way of so many things yeah. in the work of God. And and when people get offended, you know, just—and sometimes insignificant. Just like, for example, mm-hmm. when you hear of someone who says, Well, I'm upset at the pastor. He didn't even shake my hand when oh. I went out to church. <laughs> door. you know. Uh, he's ignoring me. Or right. I, I called three times, and— the pastor, or I text the pastor two or three times, and I email them, and yeah. and you know what? Sometimes people don't realize in this world of technology, sometimes people miss texts. That's true. They're not necessarily ignoring you. Sometimes people have so many emails they have trouble catching up yes. with all of them, and they're piling up.
1: Oh my goodness! And
0: but for pre, I don't know how often I hear people say, "Well, songs are is ignoring me because I sent this many emails or this many texts, and I keep calling." sometimes people just get backed up. Right. so don't assume the worst. immaturity yeah. will say, well I'm I imagine he or she's pretty busy. I' I'll, I'll just keep trying and right. immaturity can cause us to miss opportunities all over the place mm-hmm. that God is clearly calling us to say and do because of hurt feelings, offenses, sometimes being upset about a matter right. which again the key is, What is God calling me to do? I need to stay focused on that, and what is he calling me to carry out in this situation?
1: Amen. And I want to add this. God gave us feelings, but not for us to be ruled by them. That's right. So I do have a big personality, but with that, I am also sensitive. I'm just going to keep it 100 Mm -hmm. And so dealing with so many different personalities, I'm I'm the type and there's nothing wrong with this. For if you are listening and you're a crier, there is nothing wrong with you. I cannot say that enough. <laughs> Remember, Jesus cried the night of Gethsemane, the night before he was on the cross. Like, there, to me, you're special. We're all special, but there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I want to say to, to piggy on what you were saying, we are not to be ruled by those feelings. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are going to be times where your feelings may get hurt. But I want you to push through in the calling that God has given you. Your ministry is exactly where you are. And, mm-hmm. and and it's not about you. And you have to keep in mind that the enemy wants nothing more but for you to fail and not to fulfill the call that God has on your life.
0: You know, that is so true. And, you know, I think of one instance in the book of Acts. It's such a powerful example mm-hmm. of, of this truth. And. You know, thank God. Our greatest example, of course, obviously, is the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. He was our He's our perfect role model, never made a mistake, yes, never oh. never let his feelings oh, get in the way. Yeah. Uh, yet at the same time, we can see maturity in other believers in the Word of God to, mm-hmm. to a great extent. The Apostle Paul is a powerful example of another mature, m- mature believer who didn't let his feelings get in the way of serving the Lord. Right. There was an instance when God had called him to go to Macedonia, and he went there to preach the gospel. He was doing what God had called him to do, came in contact with a demon-possessed woman. He cast the demon out of her. He was doing the work of the Lord. He was there to preach the gospel. Well, the fact is some wicked people were making money off this demon-possessed girl, and when they realized they couldn't make money anymore, they were mad. They were angry. When people see that even in the midst of doing God's work, they lose opportunities to make money. Right. That's how you can make some folks show enough mad, you
2: know. (laughs) And they got
0: angry, had Paul beaten up, whipped, and thrown into prison. Well, you know, if Paul had been an immature believer, he could have easily come to the conclusion, Lord, look what happened to me. I was preaching the gospel. Mm -hmm. I was serving you. I was doing your work. Mm -hmm. And you let me get beaten, humiliated, and thrown in prison. Lord, I was doing your work. Mm -hmm. And he could have been so upset and angry. But praise God, Paul was mature in the Lord to where mm. he didn't let his feelings, and even again, his injuries were real. Right. What he what happened to him was real. Now, getting thrown in jail is no little thing. Right. Uh, but the fact is, he, his spiritual maturity continued to help him to stay focused on doing the work of the Lord, even in prison. Mm. Instead of sitting there in prison, complaining, being upset, saying, Lord, why'd you let this happen? How'd this happen to me? Maybe I need to go back to, just tent making or whatever. He was in prison praising God, praying, Ooh. singing hymns, just serving the Lord right there, continuing focused on doing the work mm-hmm. of the Lord. God sent an earthquake and folks in the prison got saved. Come the on. jailer got saved, his whole Come family on. got saved. Why? Because Paul in his maturity stayed focused.
1: Come on, Pastor. He Parker. stayed on
0: task and God kept right on using it. Right. And so important is it for us to understand this. Ministry is everywhere, right. and the Holy Spirit helps us to discern what God wants us to do in a given situation. This is so why it's so important for us as believers to grow and mature in our walk with God, to where we understand God has work for us everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people make the big mistake of thinking, "Well, ministry is when you're in the pulpit and preaching," and it is. That's part of it. Ministry is when you go on a short-term mission trip or a long-term mission trip, and it is. But ministry is simply doing the will of God in any given situation. Mm. Amen. And ministry is all over the place.
1: Everywhere. Mm-hmm. And come on, Pastor Parker. I, I I I believe I really believe that what helped Paul was he, he knew he he had a he had a heavenly perspective. Mm-hmm. And it takes, like you said, maturity. It takes walking with the, the the spirit of the living God, the Holy Ghost. We gotta keep that in mind, y'all. When you come to Christ, you have the spirit of the living God. He ain't dead, pardon my grammar, but he ain't. Mm-hmm. It's the Holy Spirit that lives with inside of us. He had a, a heavenly perspective. And plus, I mean, we have to remind ourselves of scriptures like in 2 Timothy chapter 3 where it says, those who live godly will suffer persecution. Mm-hmm. The, the, this walk with the Lord, to me, honestly, if you're not going through something, if you're not being sanctified, I would question your salvation. Mm-hmm. I'm just being honest. Is everything smooth sailing? There's a possibility you're not a child of the king because when you are a child of God, you're going to go through—he's going to put you in situations— to, to make you more like Christ. That doesn't happen by by everything being easy breezy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In order for my faith muscles to grow, I have to go through something. And it makes me thankful for that. Um I'm sorry. You about to say something, well,
0: Pastor well, well, no. And, and you know, I, very much so. It's important for us to grow and mature yeah. to where we understand how to stay focused. And also keep in mind, you know, the moment a person receives Christ, they're born again. They receive Christ as Lord and Savior. They become a part of the family of God and the army of God. Mm-hmm. But immediately, God wants us to begin to walk with him but also to serve him. Yes. I'm reminded of the story of the woman at the well who oh. she came to know Christ and um, put her faith in the Lord. Mm-hmm and immediately she went off to tell the the people of the town come see a man who told me all that I ever did could you know and and he basically called the town to come out and hear Jesus, Jesus as well and lots of other people got saved Jesus. as a result it's important for us to understand every believer every believer listening to this broadcast today you are called to full time ministry full time god has work for us to do every day <laughs> right. part of it has to do with sharing the gospel Part of it has to do with loving people and loving a world that desperately needs Mm. to be drawn to the love of Christ. Jade, I think of this. There's so many people in this world. The majority of people, they're not saved. Mm. They don't know Jesus. Life is tough, can be tough for everybody. But if you can imagine, what is life like for people who just don't know Jesus? Yeah. Just think about that for a minute. For those of you that know Christ, when you think about people who are lost and— how in the world do you deal with this crazy wicked dark world without Jesus Christ? I, what a I, tragic thought.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't I I I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that. And I made a list, Pastor Parker, because again, I love that you shared earlier, ministry is not just about being on a stage and ministry is exactly where you are. And I made a list of different areas of ministry, of course, okay? So of course your job Parenthood, that's an area of ministry for those stay-at-home moms or even stay-at-home dads. Uh, truck drivers, you know, I'm biased about that when my honey's a truck driver. A cashier, that is your area of ministry. Doctors, nurses, remote jobs, you know, ever since the pandemic now, there are jobs where you can do from home. Anywhere where you're dealing with people, that is where ministry is. It's is available. It's waiting on mm-hmm. you to put into work. Now, that may not mean you just constantly quoting verses. You be led by the Lord, but it does mean your walk, because I know, you know, some corporations. Now, don't be ashamed. <laughs> if the Holy Spirit leads you, you mm-hmm. better give that verse to that person, or pray, or, or say, hey, can I pray for you, or you know, mm-hmm. just naturally in com- conversation, sometimes people will share about their personal life. There's nothing wrong with asking that. Matt, do you mind if I say a prayer for you? Don't mm-hmm. say, I'm going to pray. Going to do it right then. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Every Everywhere I, I wrote this down. Where there's people, there's ministry, even if it's just one person.
0: And you know, Jay, that's such an important point to understand. That ministry is everywhere. And see, again, it helps us to understand what real ministry is. Ministry is simply doing the will of God in in a given setting,
1: mm-hmm.
0: whatever that. So that means the spirit of God. Is always hovering and waiting, just like in Genesis chapter Ooh, one, it says
1: come on, Pastor In the
0: beginning God created the in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering, hovering. over the face of the waters. Ooh. He's waiting Jesus. to do ministry all over the place, and all he needs is the command of the Word of God mm-hmm. and He needs an obedient vessel. Mm. And so when you're even standing in line at Walmart, what does the Holy Spirit say to do? He may say yes. Pray for that person in front of you Not necessarily out loud Sometimes he may say sometimes. "Ask him, Can you pray for them right there But the key is Sometimes you may say Get out of line and go back and buy such and such a thing And give to such and such a person Come on. The Holy Spirit has so much work to be done And what God simply needs Is available obedient vessels mm-hmm. As opposed to God I'm in line and this is a long line And I don't want to get out of line And have to wait again No, <laughs> no, maybe next time And it's tragic, Jade, how often God hears his children tell him no every time, maybe millions of times, maybe billions of times a day. Uh Uh-uh, God, not now, not here. This is not the appropriate time. Ministry is doing the word and the will of God Mm -hmm. wherever we might be.
1: And I I, want to add this. It's also a great opportunity to strengthen your prayer lot. Prayer walk, your prayer life, Mm -hmm. and what I mean by that, I've been there where I'm in line and I'm exhausted. It's been a long day at work, and I got personal life, personal things in my life going on, Mm -hmm. and I would say to the Lord, Father, I don't feel like it, but Mm -hmm. help, help, help me, give me strength, give me the ability, change my desires. You see, like that is also an opportunity for me to strengthen my prayer walk because Mm -hmm. my desire is to glorify him and to be about his business. I mean, one of my favorite verses, Colossians 3.3, 3, for I am dead, my life is hit with Christ and God. So he's going to put me in positions where, okay, are you really dead to your life, Jade? Because I'm mm-hmm. about to put you in a position. There we go right. again. Thanks That's a lot, right. Rick. Thanks a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our uh, co-host today is Jade Holifield, and we're looking at the topic Every Believer is Called to Full-Time Ministry. We'll be right back.
2: He wants it all There's a God that walks over the earth He's searching for a heart that is desperate Longing for a child that will give him their all Give it all, he wants it all And he says, love me Love me with
0: The music of Forever Jones With He Wants It All. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our co-host today is Jade Holofield, and we're looking at the topic, Every Believer is Called to Full-Time Ministry. And uh, in this last segment, Jade, I want to ask if you'll take a moment to pray for the church Mm. overall to grow in the understanding of the need for us to make it a priority to grow individually and collectively as the body of Christ.
1: I would love to. I would love to. Oh, man, Father... Thank you so much for the Hour of Intercession, for a program such as this uh, governed by Pastor Parker, Lord, encouraging believers to honestly live out the Bible. Father, we just lift up before you the body of Christ, the church, Lord, members within a church, Lord, the pastors, Lord, that I ask that you would lead and guide the leaders of every church across not only America and the world, Lord, to have a heart and an unction, Lord, to encourage their members, their flock to be about. God's business to be about um, uh, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ every, wherever they go, wherever God has them, whether it's in in at their job as a truck driver, as a cashier, a parent, remote jobs. Lord, there are so many jobs that you have blessed individuals with. Lord, I ask that you would encourage leaders, Lord, to encourage uh, their members, Lord, to to not grow weary in doing good, <laughs> to realize, Lord, that you have placed them exactly where they are, and it's not by Accident, Lord. Lord, I ask that it will be none of them, but all of you flowing through them, Lord. May they encourage the body, Lord, encourage Saints, Lord, to, to encourage other believers as well as going out there and sharing the gospel to the to those who are lost, those who are blinded by the 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 scales of the enemy has blinded their eyes, Lord. I ask that you will bring forth that encouragement, Lord, by leaders, by mature believers, Lord, to others. Father, may it just be like a ripple effect. Lord that other people are just sharing the gospel everywhere that they go Lord that they will not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ Lord that they will realize that it's not about them but all about you Father help us to push our pride aside that's ultimately what the problem is we deal with this pride this such a, a thing that I deal with Lord Lord help us humble us Lord help us to acknowledge the sins in our lives Lord to repent of those so that we can wholeheartedly pursue you and your will Father, may we bring much glory to you. May we realize, Lord, that we are literally only on this earth for you, to live for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. And Father, I too thank you for the opportunity, the privilege and the joy of being in full-time ministry, a calling that you place upon every believer Mm -hmm. in all the world. Help us to grow to understand the Lord as we simply live a lifestyle of continually listening to your word and your spirit. Submitting to you and doing what you call us to do, that we can be faithful vessels through which your will can be done mightily as we simply follow you one day at a time, one step at a time. We thank you for that thank privilege and so opportunity. Much. In Jesus' name we do pray.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Amen. Two Amen. passages specifically, Matthew 28, starting at verse uh, 18, it tells us And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Verses 18 and 20, Matthew 28, and then Luke chapter 10, starting at verse 38. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary Who also sat at Jesus' feet And heard his word But Martha was distracted With much serving And she approached him and said Lord do you not care that my sister's left me to serve alone Therefore tell her to help me And Jesus answered and said to her Martha, Martha You are worried and troubled about many things But one thing is needed And Mary has chosen that good part Which will not be taken away from her Well you know in these both the passages, the first one in Matthew 28, it lays out the Great Commission. That's a work God calls every believer to be involved in. All of us are to be involved in the wonderful work of the sharing of the gospel yeah. and the wonderful work of helping believers to mature, encouraging them to grow up in their faith, encouraging them to grow in their commitment to being students of Scripture, encouraging them to become... Uh, Prayer warriors, encouraging them to be obedient to what the Word is calling mm-hmm. them to, those are the building blocks of discipleship, and all of us are called to that important work. So mm-hmm. it's important that we understand that's not. it's not for us to say, well, that's what we pay our preacher for, or, that's what we send missionaries for. We're all missionaries right. in the truest sense of the Word. We're called to do work. As a lifestyle wherever God has placed us.
1: Amen. Amen. We're the 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 purpose is to grow other believers in holiness. Now and that doesn't mean that you yourself are gonna be perfect. I I I man, I'm biased. I believe I had one of the best disciple makers ever. Mickey discipled me about ooh, man, that was four or five years ago. I had never been discipled. I had mm. been saved, but I'd never been discipled. Mm. And one thing that I learned being discipled um was uh, it can be messy. <laughs> it mm-hmm. is going to be messy <laughs> because it's it's sinful. We're, sim, we're sin we're be, sinful beings. However, mm-hmm. we move from glory to glory in Christ Jesus so we don't deal with the same sins. But um, I love that you said that it's not the responsibility of just the pastor. It mm-hmm. is the responsibility of the believer. Now, maybe you're listening. And you're like, I don't see myself as a mature believer. But are you someone that aims to pursue God and his word and strives to apply it? If that's you, I would consider you a mature believer. Only mature believers think like that. Okay, Lord, how do I apply this in my life? A a baby believer, not so much. It's going to be more so of a, okay, I pray to God every now and then, or I go to church here and there. But a mature believer, they're aiming to apply the scriptures to their life. And so it is your responsibility. You need to go share that with somebody else (laughs) to to help them pursue, to be holiness. And that's where the ripple effect comes.
0: Yeah, in other words, share what you know. Right. But always walk in close fellowship with the Lord because you're always going to be growing. Right. Just As a student of Scripture, exactly. as you read the Word of God, you literally mature daily as mm-hmm. you're in the Word of God daily, as you pray daily. The Holy Spirit reaches through your prayer life. He reaches through your time in the Amen. Word of God, molds and shapes us to become more like Jesus yes. every single day through our obedience, when we do what we know we've been called to do. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Ephesians 4 touches on the importance of spiritual gifts. As we mature, we should come to discern what our gifts are and begin to use them and look for opportunities, be led by the Spirit in putting those gifts to work. No, we're not to be content with letting our gifts and strengths be idle. They're supposed to be put to work consistently.
1: Come on, Joseph Park over there. Yes, sir. Amen. That is so true. And I... I feel that women are a bit more prone to... Be disciple slash be held accountable than men. And so I want to encourage men. Now, I know somebody may be like, wait a minute, how she know? Well, because I, I have uncles and brothers and a husband. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Men, you need that. Don't allow the enemy to lie to you and make you feel that I got it all together. It's pride, you know, which we all deal with. But mm-hmm. I, I want to I throw that out there, um, that we all, men and women, those are the only genders that exist, <laughs> hallelujah, that we all need someone in our life that's holding us accountable and pers- and helping push us to holiness.
0: That's right. And so often, too often, we think of being held accountable as a negative thing. It's really a beautiful and a powerful I thing. I love it. Because the reality yeah. is God uses it to bless us and mature us in so many ways. And so being accountable to one another really is a blessing mm-hmm. in and of itself. And I think of this too, Jade, that like, you know, every believer needs to pursue learning what their spiritual gifts are, what their yes, strengths sir. are, yes, and then putting those strengths and gifts to work. But also, we need to walk with the Lord and come to discern our specific calling. We're not all called to do the, the exact same thing, we're mm-hmm. called to different areas of ministry. And, you know, Ephesians 4 talks about some of the areas of ministry. There are actually other gifts beyond the ones ones mentioned in Ephesians chapter 4, mm. the gift of helps and quite a few others. Yeah. But everyone has one or more callings. Everyone has one or more spiritual gifts. But when believers have no idea what they are, they, that's not good. You need to pursue learning what they are and putting them to work. Yeah.
1: Would you say? Question: Would you say that one would need to one look at the personality that that, that God gave them? Because I, I feel like a lot of times what your gift is in which 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 gift according to Ephesians, um, it 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 goes with your personality. Would you say that?
0: Well, get gifts and personalities and strength. Because you know, one of the beautiful things about God is like. He put us together. He did. He knew what he was doing. (laughs) And the fact is, he knows us better than we know ourselves. So true. And the fact is, in a lifetime, you know, sometimes people say, I know such and such a person. In a lifetime, we don't even fully get to know ourselves, much less anybody else. Mm. But God knows us better. And as we place ourselves in his hands, he can help us to both come to know who we are, what we're called to do, what our gifts and strengths are, and how to put them to work. The Holy Spirit knows all that. Right. So submitting to Him is so, so important.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that you brought that up. Yes, sir.
0: And so our our time is just about gone uh, today, but... Again, it's important for us as believers to seek to live in such a way that we're fulfilling God's call upon our lives. Everyone mm-hmm. has a calling. Everyone has spiritual yeah. gifts. Discern what they are. And, you know, Jade, you touched on this. You were talking about, for example, moms with the little children at home.
2: Yeah. I,
0: I really like to look at the powerful and wonderful and humble story of Susanna Wesley. Hmm. She was a mom, had 17 children, oh. and she discipled them beautifully. Wow. And two of them were John and Charles Wesley Two men who helped shape the church in their day and time. Well, so much could be attributed to a faithful mother who discipled them at home, wow. as opposed to thinking, well, I need to be out in the world making a mark. She made a mark being a godly mom who raised her children to the glory of the Lord.
1: Mm-hmm. So amen.
0: everywhere is ministry. Mm-hmm. There's ministry all over the place. Our job is to listen to the Word of God and the Spirit of God and just to simply, like Isaiah Prayed, here I am, Lord, send me. Send me, me. I,
1: Come on, I'll go. Amen. Amen. And don't don't covet someone else's. There's God ha God has what he has for you. Ephesians 4, I love verse 7, but to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. So he's given everybody that measure that's just perfect for you. So stop looking at other people and what they're doing. Social media will mess you up with that as well because you you just compare yourself. Stop doing it. Lord, what is it you have for me? I want to only do that.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you know you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you desire to be saved, today is a great day to get saved. Would you simply pray this prayer and invite Jesus Christ to come into your heart to be the Lord and Savior of your life? Would you pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and I've done wrong in many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you would have me to be. You said in your word, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live the rest of my life completely for you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much want to hear from you. My email once again is joseph at AFR.net. Again, that's joseph at AFR.net. If you gave your life to Christ, we'd like to share with you some resources and literature that will help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord. Please do email us again, joseph at AFR.net. And Jade, thanks again so much for being with us today. Thank
1: you. I enjoyed it. Thank you.
0: All right. And just an encouragement to every believer. God has work for us, ministry for us Mm. to do all over the place, everywhere. Our job is to listen, follow him and obey. Hope you'll do that. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession.